welcome. You are listening to Looking for Love and More, and I'm your host, Dr. Lori Buckley. And I'm Melanie Hudson, Lori's co-host. And today we are going to be talking about talking dirty, dirty Dirty talk, talking dirty. Yeah. What do you think about talking dirty, Melanie? Well, when you told me that this was going to be the subject for today's podcast, I was a little shocked and surprised, but I think it's going to be a really fun topic. This is going to be a fun thing to talk about, I I think. Yeah, but I love your response. Shocked and surprised. I think a lot of people feel that way. And I I have couples come into my office all the time and they say, oh, my partner wants me to talk dirty, but I don't, that's not me. I don't do that. It does It's uncomfortable. I don't even know what to say. Oftentimes people want their partner to talk dirty, talk them up, right? And there's something about the seduction and the teasing about talking dirty that can add to a sexual experience and make it more erotic and exciting. So it depends, right? When you think of talking dirty, what comes to mind? I think of the times when when I did talk dirty and it was usually right during the act of lovemaking. It did make it more erotic. It made it more... Mm, uh, gosh, I can't even describe it. But it, it was like a combination of being dirty. You know, talking dirty makes me feel dirty. It makes me feel funny and sexual. And it, it takes away inhibitions. I think it also helped my partner to let go of inhibitions too. Yeah. I yeah. think that was one of the things I noticed. People have different ideas or beliefs or opinions about it. And so some people, when they hear the phrase of talking dirty or somebody says talk dirty to me, they might think that that means to say derogatory things or to say things that are things that they would they would never say and wouldn't even want to hear, whether it's calling their partner a slut or a bitch or a whore. There's a lot of different ways to talk dirty. And for some people, they like to be humiliated. They like to be talked down to, and they like to be talked to in that way. That might be what they're talking about. I think that's more about power play than it is about talking dirty. I like the word naughty. So you said, it makes me feel dirty. I I automatically in my head switch it to the word naughty. Most people get turned on by being naughty. There's something really exciting about doing things that we're, we're not supposed to do. And when it comes to sex, there's a lot of things that we've been told in our life, especially when we were younger, that we weren't supposed to do. And that's part of the excitement and the eroticism of sex, which is why one reason when we're in a long-term relationship or we live with someone or we're married, it becomes less exciting. It's no longer naughty. We're allowed to do it. We have accessibility all the time. So it's not quite as exciting if we don't make an intention and and do things to make it more exciting. So the talking dirty just adds another element to it. And it doesn't have to be bad per se. I mean, I don't think any of it's bad, but it can be in a loving way. It can be talking about the things that you are doing to your partner or what you want them to do to you. I do think there are some people who overdo it where it's fake. Mm -hmm. Oh, fuck me. Oh, your cock is so big. (laughs) You know, the porn porn star thing. And they think that that's, which by the way, that may be a turn on for some people and that's okay. But when when it's fake and it sounds fake... Again, some people might be into that, but I think a lot of people, when they think about talking dirty, that's what comes to mind too, and that doesn't feel so good. So I think if we can be sincere about it, express our pleasure, oh, that feels so good, oh, I love it when you're inside me, if it's real, and we can find that that place where it is authentic, I mean, we can exaggerate a little bit, you know, we can put a little extra twist on it, but then I think it can become really exciting. And for most people who haven't done it, it is 
so scary. Like can go into a place of just freezing. Like they just don't even know what to say. And I think to ask your partner, when you say you want me to talk dirty, what do you mean? Can you give me an example? And they can get some more information that way. You know, I love what you're saying. And also, as I as you're talking, I'm thinking about the tantric approach. So in tantra, it's all about adoring your partner. But you can still do tantra talk, which can be kind of dirty. Instead of saying, I love your cock or I love your manhood. You could say, <laughs> your rod. <laughs> you could say, oh, your your rock of Gibraltar is taking me to ecstasy. And then if you speak to your goddess, you say, oh, goddess, goddess, take me there. Take me to the land of bliss. So you can still still have fun with it. And And we're laughing because sometimes it does sound funny, but you know what? Nothing wrong with a little laughter in bed, right? Well, I've been, you know, in in tantric situations where I've been called goddess, and it really kind of is cool. And when you call your man a god or, or Adonis, come to me, Adonis, you're the most beautiful man in the world. Maybe that's not dirty, but it's fun. It's kind of... But there is a different element to it. Yes. So I think it can be in that category. I want you to talk dirty to me. Again, what does that mean? It could mean I want to sex it up a bit. And it could be done in really loving, complimentary ways. And there might be people who really enjoy being called a dirty slut or a whore or a man slut or whatever, (laughs) whatever... (laughs) <laughs> Whatever you want to call them. Some people like to be humiliated, and that's okay too. Again, it's not necessarily what we're talking about, but it might be. So you got to get more information. What does talking dirty mean? It could mean so many different things. It really can. And just experimentation is really good. And then the enthusiasm. I think part of talking dirty is the enthusiasm behind the word. Yes. For example, if you say, oh, honey, that feels so good, versus... Oh, honey, that feels so good. I mean, <laughs> there's the enthusiasm. I hear the difference. That's that, that, you know, it sounds a yeah. little more. The first one wasn't bad, mm-hmm. but the second one. Yes. 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 As opposed to, oh, honey, that feels really good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can make it good. Sound dirty. Yeah, it's sort of the, the Marilyn Monroe breathy thing. When we talk, we, we just have a little oh. more breathy. <laughs> right? Yeah, but I love it. The enthusiasm, I think, is a really important part of it. Yes. And I think all of the listeners can hear exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Who wouldn't love that? But there are so many couples who get into a pattern of not talking at all. Yeah. yeah. Talking at all. So it, it can be a long leap. A big leap from no talking at all to talking dirty. So how do you even begin that conversation? And you can just begin the conversation as easily and slowly as you need to, but start. Could you even start like at, at dinner time when you're just to experiment? Start with a text. And even, call, there you go. That's a great idea. Yeah. And then just playing, even, you know, Honey, the way you're chewing your steak is turning me on. <laughs> Just playing, yeah. you know, experimenting. Fun. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that asparagus reminds me of something, honey. Well, they may not want to say that. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that that okay. big kielbasa you're eating, but the asparagus, you know, maybe maybe not a good way to go. <laughs> 
right. But yeah, the, the be careful. Point, <laughs> but but experimenting anywhere. And then also, even if you are in the bedroom, as Lori says, communicating, getting started, just saying, hey, let's play. Let's play with some dirty talk. And so you know it's going to happen. And that yes. way you can forgive each other if it sounds stupid or there's no stupid. There's just if it sounds awkward. But yeah, it's going to feel awkward at first. So one of the things I tell I tell my couples to do is to have their sexual alter egos, which I may have talked about before, but I love the sexual alter egos. It gives people the permission to do and say things that they wouldn't normally do. Like, well, that's not that's not me. I don't. That's not really like me. I don't really do that. Well, let's find your sexual alter ego or your sexual diva. And what are you going to name her? What are you going to name him? So couples, they have so much fun when we do this in the office. They come I up bet. with their alter egos and they come up with their names. I usually recommend something like Candy and Rock. I uh, love it. <laughs> they can do better, but it's a good start. They get the gist. And sometimes it's, okay, what would, you know, what would Candy be wearing? And what would Rock be wearing? And how would they talk? And, you know, inevitably the, the man's alter ego usually has a much deeper voice. Uh, <laughs> yes. The feminine alter ego, you know, has that breathy voice or a little <laughs> bit higher. But it's really figuring it out and playing with it. What would they do that Joe and Sue wouldn't do? So the alter egos, it gives you that permission and to play with that. And yes, it is playing. And sometimes it is funny and laughing again. That's a good thing. Yes. Nothing wrong with laughing in bed. You want to try to stay in character because you don't want to be laughing the whole time. That can be not a turn on. But again, if there's some laughing and some giggling, I think that's a lot better than staying in a place of silence or being stuck in a sexual rut. So Mm -hmm. have some fun with it. The sexual communication, saying what you like and what you want, letting your partner know the things that they are doing right. That could be, we might call dirty talk or sex talk. When they do something that feels good, let them know. And most of the time we don't really do that. We might do it with nonverbal communication, which is Mm -hmm. also good in a moan or the way that we grab them or hold them or maybe where we put their hand. So nonverbal communication is something that a lot of people feel comfortable with or certainly more comfortable with, but adding in some verbal communication it does amp things up for sure. It really does. And it and it's a, a sign of, of appreciation that you mentioned. And to, and to make it easier, do you recommend that people, when they're starting to play this way, your partner would ask you what your character would want? So would that make it easier for them? For example, honey, what would Candy like? And then is it easier for his partner to say, oh, Candy would like to have it all over her face or whatever she would say. Do you know where I'm getting, do you know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, that's the whole point of the alter ego. They get to have conversations or say things that they wouldn't normally say yes to. So to ask those questions is Mm -hmm. really the whole purpose of it and to then play it out. And you can do it in the moment Mm -hmm. while you're in bed or you can do it out of bed. So like you're saying, if you're out of bed, which is what I'll usually do in the office with them, but they can do it on their own, which is okay. So yeah, what would Candy do that Sue wouldn't do? What would Rock do that that Joe doesn't really feel confident enough to say? So you could do that, but you could also just be in the moment when you are Candy and Rock mm-hmm. or whoever, right? <laughs> Alter egosexual diva and and God are or stud. Uh, then then you just talk in that way. Got it. Got just to it. be able to do it. So then a lot of things can start to develop. And mm-hmm. there's it's really fun about the dressing up like those people. Oh, they, I love they would that dress idea. a little differently. I remember one guy said he was going to get himself a loincloth. <laughs> <laughs> 
love it. I don't remember if he actually did, but uh, there certainly was. So again, it's a very fun conversation for couples to have with a therapist or not. Mm-hmm. You could have it on your own. And if it's something that you want to do with your partner and you've thought about it, or you've been requested to talk dirty or do something maybe a little more exciting to spice things up a bit, you can have your partner listen to this show. You can listen to it together, pause it, have some conversations, talk about your ideas and see what happens. I mean, nobody's going to get hurt. Exactly. And it might inspire other things. It might inspire you to dress differently when you go to bed, to do different positions. Uh, It'll certainly open up your world a little bit more just by starting verbally and then it can spread into the rest of your uh, the sensuality of your of your relationship maybe talking dirty would inspire you to use oils that you hadn't used before or using feathers on each other even know, making those requests that you may not have made before right. and the yes. thing that's so wonderful about talking it can be incredibly arousing And you don't even have to be together. You can do it through a text or a phone call. You can do it in an email or you can do it sitting across the table from one another. But when you're talking each other up about the things that you either want to do or the things that you have enjoyed in the past that you've done, remember that time when you were kissing my neck and then you put your fingers inside of me? Oh my God, that was such... A turn on that felt so good. Just to talk about things that have happened or things that you want to happen or things that you're going to make happen, doing that over dinner or through the day in text, that can get you to a place where you are really aroused and excited and anticipating what's going to happen. So you get turned on before you even see each other or get into bed together. People use the word foreplay, and that's, I think people might consider this foreplay, which ultimately means, I think when a lot of people say it, they mean we're going to do this thing to turn ourselves on or each other on so we can have intercourse. But I like to think of it as sex play, which can happen 24-7. Yes. You know, it certainly can happen the morning of when you're going to have sex mm-hmm. to get each other in the mood. It can start the minute you end your sexual experience where there's some pillow talk afterwards Mm -hmm. and you can keep that eroticism and that arousal going, obviously not at a high pace Mm -hmm. um, or a high pitch, but you can keep it going where there's just an element of sexual excitement and energy in your relationship. And it's how you undress in front of each other. It's the things you say to each other, the way that you say it, the kind of the things that we're saying, the tone, which Mm -hmm. is what you demonstrated so well. The tone of enthusiasm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I like it. Yeah. So it's not just, oh, this is a good thing to do during sex. This is a great thing to do in your relationship. Yes. To sex it up. Mm -hmm. To enjoy sex more, but even when you're not having sex, to be in a state where you are more easily aroused. And guess what's going to happen? You're going to have sex more often. So much of the time we're tired we're angry, we're stressed. I mean, so many things are going on that get in the way of us wanting to have sex. So these are ways to lighten things up in our life and in our relationship. Really important. It is. It's beautiful spice. It really, it really is. That can add a new dimension to your relationship. Yes, absolutely. So if your partner's been asking you, or even maybe asked you, sometimes we'll ask, someone will ask, and then they'll get a message that basically is saying, 
this doesn't feel good. I don't want to do this. Why are you even asking me this? Sometimes it can almost feel embarrassing or shaming. So if we ask a question, it could be to talk dirty. It could be a certain sexual activity. It could be so many things. And if we get a message that what we just asked or said was wrong, we stop asking. Mm-hmm. So that's a problem, right? If it's something that's important to us, we want to one, be able to make the request. And if you're on the receiving end of a request or a statement to really be gentle and kind in your response, not judgmental in any way. Sometimes people are judgmental, not because they're judging the person, but they feel embarrassed. Right. And you know, it happens to us all. And if that happens, you can certainly recover from it and say, Hey, you know what? I'm sorry. I didn't respond well to that. I want to really talk about this again. Tell me what it is that you're wanting. Mm. So to bring up these conversations, I do think they happen once and never happen again. So if that's been the case in your relationship, bring it up again, make the request again. If you've been on the other side, bring it up again and start to have healthy, safe conversations where you can keep that sexual energy and excitement going in in your relationship in bed and out of bed. So exciting. It's so beautiful, Lori. I love this. I love this conversation. Um, I will never feel shy about speaking dirty. Did you ever? Not really. (laughs) (laughs) I can tell. <laughs> yes. And there's nothing to be ashamed of there. No, it's yeah. fine. And I, I think the talking dirty, the word dirty is problematic because I think when people think that they do, many people think, oh, this means I want you to say humiliating or derogatory things to me. Mm-hmm. And that's, again, that might be, but there's so many different definitions of what that is. So maybe we can change the word dirty to, to naughty. Naughty. <laughs> naughty, talking naughty. Yeah. I like it. I or like just... It erotic conversation because that's really what it is. Yes. Erotic conversations that could be talking about your fantasies. And many people are embarrassed to talk about their fantasies because, you know, maybe they've been judged in the past or maybe they just got messages that there might be something wrong with me. I always like to give the example about anal sex. So many women, they say, Oh, I would never do that. I'd never want to have anal sex because it's quote unquote dirty. Mm -hmm. But then when they start to talk about it, and I see this happen all the time because it's not an uncommon thing where the man wants it, the woman doesn't. When they start to talk about it, I find that many women are actually curious about it. And mm-hmm. it is something that they've thought about. And there are many who haven't, who absolutely know that absolutely mm-hmm. not, that is never going to happen. But it's sort of the automatic thing that they think they're supposed to do or want or not want. Mm -hmm. So we just need to be careful of that and open up the possibilities. There's no wrong or right here. If you don't want to do something, you don't have to. If you don't want to talk about something, you can say no. But it gives you an opportunity to talk about things and to be curious about what your partner wants or that find out what they're thinking about or their desires. And that's always good in a relationship. Yes. Openness and curiosity, open-mindedness, that's a turn-on. Those are all turn-ons. Yes. So if, if we've been conditioned to be prim and proper, we can take a little action and break out, break loose. Break and- out that sexual diva alter ego. Yes. You have permission to do things that... <laughs> That your, we'll say your daily self, you know, your work self or your mom self or your daughter self would never do. Right. So that's what's so nice about that alter ego. We all have that part of us. We're born sexual beings. And there is this part of us that wants to let loose, but we have been given messages really from a very early age about how that is wrong. Mm -hmm. Yes. Right. And so we learn to 
really repress those feelings. And it gives us an opportunity to open up, to be more authentic and more of who we are. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. You feel more alive. As you said, it helps with the relationship. It can just add joy to your life. Yes. And isn't that what it's about? Yes. And sex is one of the most joyful things that we do. So let's have fun. Don't take it so seriously. Right? It can be serious. (laughs) It can be amazing and deep and rich. And it can also be really light and fun and playful. Yes. But ultimately, we want it to be pleasurable. Mm -hmm. That's important. However we receive that pleasure, we do want it to be pleasurable. So that's a fun conversation. Yeah. This turned out, I'm not shy after all. I thought I'd be very shy about this I knew it all along. Uh, So thank you listeners for listening to our show. Melanie and I are going to Italy. We're leaving in a couple of weeks and we're very excited. We're going to be bringing a bunch of women. We're doing a women's workshop. We're doing another one next May. Mm -hmm. So if you are interested in coming along and if you want to check us out, we're on Instagram at hashtag best life, best you. So hashtag best life, best you. We will be posting some things, some pictures, maybe some videos, probably starting sometime in the next few weeks. So check it out if you're interested. You can also go to the website, bestlifebestyou.com, and you can find out more information. We're going to be doing next May, we're doing one for couples, and it's very limited. We're only doing a few couples at a time. We may have a couple different ones, but only three couples at one time. It's going to be incredible. You can check that one out, actually, at retreatsforlove.com. So that is for the couples, retreatsforlove.com. And we'll be doing another woman's workshop next May, and that one is at Best Life bestu.com. So we're going to be taking a little bit of a break. We will be back in June and we'll have some really exciting new shows coming your way. Mm-hmm. So always appreciate you listening. Thank you so much. And thank you, Melanie, for thank- being here with me again. Always a pleasure. Oh, thank you, Lori. What a pleasure. It's all mine. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.